0: Booyah. It's a word you don't hear every day. Unless you're
1: uh, <laughs> unless you run in circles that say booyah. <laughs> the the goose in Malbuya. What? Kind of reference, don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> We're here trying to help stimulate the middle class to music. Stop pressing CDs. What is the reason people don't hit publish? Fear. Consistent
0: quality content. Hey guys, Vance and I want to answer your questions. Hit us up on Twitter at VanceFight and at the 3rd and use the hashtag MusicStuffShow. Whether it's an idea for an episode or you just want a quick reply, we want to help. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business uh, of music to help you build a career doing what you love. Hello. <sighs> <laughs> it
1: just gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. I never really decide ahead of time. Yeah, I just, just wing kind it. of whatever the spirit leads. To be fair, we do that in a lot of things. It's just how we live our life.
0: Yeah, we like to roll the dice. It's true, but not too far, just enough.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: High quality H two O. So what you got for
1: me on the facts today? Did, you, did you know a cow bison hybrid is called a beefalo? that's my favorite fact so far on this show and you can even buy its meat in at least 21 states wow a beefalo (laughs) I want a pet beefalo I know
0: (laughs) it's such a fun word there's not going to be anybody more excited to hear this information than my wife (laughs) she's going to lose her mind when I tell her it's a beefalo
1: she's going to go a beefalo
0: oh yeah she'll be so excited yeah so you've just made my marriage
1: better. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> just bringing people together. I love it.
0: <laughs> what are so, we talking
1: about today? Dang
0: it, I was going to ask I you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I uh, Today, we're going to talk about social media in 2019. Hey, or at uh, least Q1, 2K19. Yeah. SMQ1, 2K19. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, social media. So we were talking about some of our gripes before recording. We were like, hell, let's just do an episode on that. Yeah. Um, So I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but the day before recording this episode, Facebook and Instagram went down for the majority of the day. And uh, I got to be honest, I didn't miss it. I was actually really happy to see it go. I was like, maybe it'll stay down for a few days, and then Mm -hmm. I won't feel obligated to post on it or whatever. Like, I've been having some—this may end up being more of a complain fest than anything, but I've been having some issues with Instagram Mm -hmm. lately. Um, So in the past, we have repeatedly said that social media exists to create and foster relationships online. And that, and it does. That is what the experience is for. It's what it should be for. Yeah. Well, at least peer-to-peer, that's what it's for. On behalf of the businesses, I can't speak for Facebook's motives for creating their platform. Yeah. But I can tell you that for us, like I love seeing what you post on Instagram and getting mm. to reply to that yeah. and feel like... I'm a part of what you're doing in your life, even if I'm not with you all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it works especially well for people who don't live in the same place. Like I get to see like what my mom's doing mm-hmm. and I get to see what my friends from college are doing who live all over the place. Like that's cool. My musician friends I've toured with who mm-hmm. are on the road or like live somewhere else or whatever. Like that's always a ton of fun. Like I have several friends who just went and did a big country music thing over in uh, Europe. I had some friends at the same Yeah, thing. so I've seen all their <laughs> pictures of their shows and videos and stuff. I'm like, this is rad, man. I get to like see what they're doing and be excited for them and like enjoy what they're enjoying to a certain degree. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem I have with with Instagram lately is that Instagram used to be a really good place for fostering relationships. But recently it appears that it has not become that. And it is not that anymore. Uh, my In my own personal experience, I used to, when I would... First of all, when I would get on there, I would see the people I wanted to see. I don't follow many people. I follow less than 200 people. I think I follow less than 150, actually. I don't remember exactly, but it's definitely less than 200 people. Mm-hmm. So, odds are, I am probably going to see a post... From everybody who I follow who posts something in any given day, if I spend 10 minutes on the platform scrolling through my feed. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I don't see most people's posts. In fact, I will go to some people who I follow to see what they've been up to because I know I follow them and haven't seen anything. And there will be 10 posts I've never seen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And to be fair, I don't scroll through social media a lot. I use it to post and to look at the first few At any given time, and then I come back. Mm -hmm. But I would say once every couple of days, every other day, I get to the "you're caught up" thing, Mm -hmm. right? So I definitely I take my time. I pick a time, and then I go through everything. But I know I'm not seeing everything, so I'm not getting served the stuff that I've subscribed to wanting to see, right? And the other problem I have with it is that every comment I seem to get on anything I do is useless irrelevant spam mm-hmm. it's become that i used to get thoughtful comments when i would get them i'm not saying like i'm a comment king i don't get a thousand comments but the two or three comments i would get would be something thoughtful or at least something pertinent that like related to what the post was mm-hmm. cool beat. you know great info love the picture whatever but more and more i'm getting stuff like i'll, I'll post a video and i'll get The composition in this photo is great. I really love it. Maybe you could check out some of my stuff, too. Or I'll post a drum video. Yo, this beat is fire because of the flow. DM me. Let's get to work. Or I'll post a picture. Yo, you've got mad skills. I managed so-and-so. Let's chop it up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I got one recently. It was a dude saying he managed somebody. I go to his page. He's got like... 12 photos he's posted none of which relate to the guy he manages Mm -hmm. like i know he's full of shit yeah i know he doesn't manage this dude yeah he's faking it on the platform to try to get somewhere yeah and that's what's going on with all these people like it's become less of a community to let's see what each other is doing and like have thoughtful interactions and more of a look at me look at me look at me look at me look at
1: me and that's the problem i have with it it's really frustrating I uh, was just thinking about this as you were talking. I feel like most of social media follows this sort of lifespan, if you will. Yeah. Where something comes out and it's brand new, all of a sudden super fun, cool new tool. Mm -hmm. But you're like, oh, I can just do this with my friends. This is great. Yeah. Which is ironic, like psychologically what everybody tends to think about while they hold on to social media in some later stages because they think fondly of those first times when it was like, oh, me and my friends just post pictures and we get to see what each other are doing. Mm -hmm. Because I agree. For me, one of the coolest parts about Instagram is traveling a lot. Mm -hmm. I have literally run into friends in different cities that I didn't know they were also going to be in the same city because they post something on their story or they posted a photo of some gig that they were doing. And I'm like... I'm two miles down the street, let's hang out. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think like at the root, relationally, they're great tools. Mm-hmm. But it starts as this cool tool, then I think after that, somebody either gets quote-unquote famous off of it, becomes a quote-unquote influencer off of it, mm-hmm. builds some version of success for them by utilizing this tool. Mm-hmm. And... Do you still have most people actually using it and a a couple front runners that are like, oh, I made this into a thing. Mm -hmm. Then after that, somebody turns it into a course of how they did this (laughs) and sells that course on like, this is how you grow to this and this and this and this. And then it just gets slimy because everybody figures out the quote unquote tools to success when reality is like you're buying into a person like, Mm -hmm. you know, I follow you because we're friends and I care about what you post. (laughs) Right. You know, I follow Will Smith because I just like Will Smith and I think he posts fun things. Yeah. Not like, it's not, oh, he's famous, therefore I follow him. Right. And people, I think we have now made it to the whatever point in the bell curve we're at now with Mm -hmm. Instagram, where it's like, gotta get famous so that people look at my stuff. It's
0: reached like corporatized critical mass or yeah. something, basically. It's like, it's become, it's not a tool for relationships anymore. It's a business tool. And, and that's what it's become. But it's not a business, it's not It's not a business tool to r- connect with other businesses you like and want to be engaged with. Mm-hmm. It is a tool for you to try to grow your business. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. Everybody seems to be treating it as, I need to use this tool to grow what I'm doing, Rather than, I really want to see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this dude. Um, oh, I cannot remember his name. I sent you a link. It's uh, something. Uh, he's this producer. He's by himself. He's got like twelve keyboards in his like bedroom, and he's got a little drum kit, oh. like uh, Lucky Beats or something like hey, that. What is that dude's name? Sorry, man. I, mean, I know who you're talking about. Anyway, but he like he doesn't post a ton. Or at least I don't see a ton. But when I do, I love his videos. Because mm-hmm. he throws a beat together like by himself, doing playing everything. And it's super cool. And half the time, I will comment. like I'll read what he wrote about it and like how it came together. I'll watch the video, listen to the beat. And then I'll comment something that I like about the beat or that I think is cool. And I've had him reply to my comments mm-hmm. because my comments are actually thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And he's got like 300,000 followers. Like He doesn't have to reply to my comment. But he does... Because I actually comment about what he's doing. Yeah. That tells you how little people actually comment about what they're watching. Instead, they're trying to get you to come watch their stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just devolved into this look at me, look at me thing rather yeah. than let's have a good time and enjoy life
1: together. Yeah,
0: And that's the problem. It's, it has reached the point where it is now becoming like Facebook business pages. Yeah, It's just a whole platform of Facebook business pages, yeah. which you and I both know are worth squat. Yeah. Like, we were talking about this before we started recording. I cannot think of a single brand on Facebook with which I am connected, brands that I like, mm-hmm. that I follow, like Converse, that I get served up content from their business page mm-hmm. when they put it out. No. Yeah. I haven't seen a Converse post in forever. hmm it doesn't get pushed to me. Yeah. They have millions of people that follow their page, I'm quite sure. sure. Like, you have roughly 25,000 followers on your Facebook yeah. business page. <laughs> I have 10,000. Yeah. When I post a video to my Facebook business page, I get, organically, I will get 5 to 10 views. Yeah. Out of 10,000 people. Yeah. I have 160 subs on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm a drop in the bucket by comparison. I'll get more views on YouTube than I will on Facebook. Yep. And the reason is Facebook forces you to monetize every post to get it viewed. Yep. And Instagram's starting to do the same thing. Yeah. It's exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah. It's gross. It's disgusting. It. Uh, it's funny. I can't... I'm going to note this and put it in the show links because I feel like I'm going to reference it in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm reading a book that is... Not even really changing my perspective, but affirming my perspective on how I think about some things on social media. Right. Uh, By dude named Cal Newport, which I believe is called digital minimalism, mm-hmm. and just kind of just going into the whole psychology of how you're wired to uh, slot machine on these things, where mm-hmm. it, like just keeps you going, keeps you going, keeps you going, and yeah, it just bums me out. So I guess like to not just vent here for. The yeah, whole episode. Have to, I've definitely Let's, gone into that. Sorry. No, I, and I I can 100% do the same. I, I think to try and spin this to a positive light, uh, what should you be doing in 2019 on social media? Uh, we have, or I have, I'm sure Tom has as well, changed some thoughts compared to last year when we did our social media episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, running through the big ones just out the gate, for one, screw your Facebook page. Like... Honestly, yeah. Like, personally, I I think the only thing still holding out any value on a Facebook page is if uh, you put your tour dates on it and you actually have people subscribed to your tour dates. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I think people actually see when you post tour dates near them. Yeah. But whatever. Aside from that, like, there's no real... Value. <laughs> you, it, it can benefit you from an e-commerce perspective,
0: depending on how you structure what you're selling and who you're selling it to. Mm-hmm. Like having a business page presence is is useful in some respects, but whether you have five page likes or five hundred thousand is largely irrelevant because Facebook odds are is not going to serve up your content to the people who follow it. Like, I can understand the argument for running ads to get people to like your page. Yeah. I can get that. But my belief system is that once you have gotten people to engage with your brand and like it and choose to want to see more of it, Mm -hmm. then they should be rewarded with getting to see more of it because they've made that decision.
1: Even, like, taking the business person side out of it, Mm -hmm. as a consumer, if I follow you, it's because I want to see your content. Correct. And annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> that if somebody that I want to follow want to see what they're posting, mm-hmm. then I don't see it. I don't get to see it. Annoys me terribly.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's what Facebook and Instagram are both doing now.
1: I agree. As far as Instagram, I I don't think Instagram is a bad tool, but I would implore you to create better habits. And I'll blanketly say don't be that guy or girl. Yeah. Where, uh, and we were talking about this before the show, because we're going to talk about YouTube in a second, but <clears throat> the YouTube has kind of retained a little bit of its purity as a platform. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's impossible to spam, so don't hear that. <laughs> but it is a lot more work to put out low-quality Comments and information on a YouTube video than it is on Instagram, right? And unfortunately It doesn't matter how many times people tell you like you can make more money Like if that's what this is coming down to if in your mind, you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need numbers to be successful if you have a thousand people that love you follow everything you do And will buy anything you post about, Mm -hmm. you will make more money with a thousand followers than you will with a hundred thousand if they're just random numbers. Yep. And people refuse to believe that. But it's true. Mm -hmm. Because the hundred thousand, unless you're actually famous, you know, because you're a movie star or whatever. Right. Don't care. And the the exchange that people forget about is like the reason people can make money off of their influence is because people care what they say. Right. If you're just a number, because it's like, oh, it kind of looks cool, but they don't actually care what you say, you don't provide value to a company that you're doing these brand deals with, and then they don't exist anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, for the people that listen to our show that are starting out there trying to be on that grind, I, you know, I'm a little annoyed with Instagram personally right now, but I think you, for your band or artist, can use it as a tool. That being said, don't do the blanket stuff. The blanket stuff doesn't work, especially now. Was there yeah. a season a year or two ago that you could get away with that? Unfortunately, yes. People aren't stupid. Correct. And I think that's what other people forget. Like, we know what you like, Tom is no fool. Mm-hmm. Every time you just like fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. people know you're copying and pasting that when your comment has nothing to do with what's going on. Like, So anybody that's out there telling you, like, oh, just get out there and comment and do the shotgun thing, like, will you get a couple likes? Maybe. But Amen. you're not going to gain people that care about you. Right. And that's the difference. And the way you get people to care about you is to care about them. Right. Like, there is no... There's no secret sauce. Oh, no! there's no way around just authentically building relationships with people. Mm-hmm. You know? So follow people that support what you do. Mm-hmm. You know? Or engage in their life. Yeah. Like, and actually care. Not just like, this is fake as bomb, this pick as dope, this pick as cool. <laughs> like, people see through that. And you're, mm-hmm. like, that's not, like, to really put it into perspective, that's not going to translate to people coming to your shows. Like, if that's where you're at, mm-hmm. like, you know that's not going to translate to somebody that actually goes to Spotify and listens to your new song when it drops, right? Because maybe you had a cool photo, or like they just follow anybody that follows them and play that game. Mm-hmm. The only way to get any value is to actually provide value and engage with people. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, <laughs> like that's it. Yep, <laughs> you have like
0: you have to be thoughtful and actually cultivate relationships. Mm-hmm. This is not... Yeah, the blanket copy-paste thing, irrelevant comments, they do nothing yeah. for you. They, they only make you look like an idiot. Yeah, That's all they do. Like, the copy-paste DM message. I got one the other day from some dude that was like, um, you know, I've written all these songs for TV and film and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm looking for a pop slash country producer to work with and this, that, and the other. And he didn't address me by my name and didn't appeal to what it is that I do, mm-hmm. which is rock and electronic music. Yeah. And just like it was, I looked him up. He's legit. Mm-hmm. Lisa's his website was legit, has all these shows and movies and stuff he's had music on. Mm-hmm. But it was clear that he had just copied and pasted and blanket sent this To a bunch of people. So, if he's not excited to send me something to work with me because of what I do well, then why would I want to work with him? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care what kind of success he's had. He's just blanket sending
1: this to whoever will bite. Nobody wins in that. Nobody wins. Like, obviously, we talk about it often, left collaboration, fully support collaboration. But randomly, you know, just picking a collaboration out of a hat when the You don't even know what the other person does. Right. Isn't a win for anybody involved either. Right. You know, like, collaborations are cool when I'm like, Tom, your shit is dope. I would love to do something with Mm -hmm. you. Check out what I do. Right. I think it'd be a fun hybrid of things. Right. That is when a collaboration is cool because Mm -hmm. people are excited about what's going on. Yeah. Don't be that guy or girl. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And I think that
0: applies across we're kind of i'm kind of hating on instagram right now but it applies across every social media platform every interaction like don't spam don't be non-specific don't generalize and don't say look at me Mm -hmm. every social media platform should be a thoughtful interaction if you're going to choose to interact like if you're on twitter and somebody's talking about like last night's hawks game Mm -hmm. don't drop in and be like yo check my mixtape yeah in the into their twitter conversation you look like a moron like be like hey i like the hawks too really glad they won like i'm pumped did you go to the game i couldn't go whatever and then if somebody sees your comment they might think oh this guy seems cool he has a cool comment go to profile oh he's an artist Looks like he just dropped a mixtape. It
1: says so in his bio. I'll check people it out. Don't even think about that, because people think it's different on the other side. Yeah. You, I mean, maybe not if you're the Rock and have however many billion followers he has at this point. Mm-hmm. But if you're like you and I that don't have crazy unrealistic followings, you can't. Like I look at every single person that comments on my thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I might too. not engage you if you're spam. Yeah, you know, or or if your comment isn't like
0: reply worthy, like yeah, if I feel like just out there, thumbs up, like that's spammy, but it's not negative enough for me to like. Or positive,
1: okay, thanks for the comment. But I'm always gonna click and see who the person is, see if they're doing something cool, Mm -hmm. and people feel like they have to just do the slimy sell thing, where it's like just engage, and if you're a cool person, or putting out interesting things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, like same thing with the Hawks, who, like, just genuinely comment back, be like, that game was sick. Did you see XYZ that happened in the fourth quarter on the right. bell? They're probably going to click and be like, oh, this person's probably a homie. What do yeah. they do? You know, just... And, and, like, liking the Hawks doesn't preclude you from being... A
0: rock singer, yeah. or whatever. Like, you, it's like, well, no. My online presence has to be only geared around rock music and in my band. Yeah, it's the only thing I can talk about on social media. It's like, no, you can just be a person, you can be yourself, and you're also the singer for this rock band, and you can still love the Hawks and talk about the Hawks on Twitter. Yeah, and that's totally cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that to be said, now that we've sat here and just berated Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) uh, There's lots of things, there's lots of sites, there's lots of everything out there. In my current 2019 personal opinion, uh, if you're going to do anything, I think the two things that have value right now, uh, number one, first and foremost, YouTube, hands down. And if you're going to do a second thing, I personally like Twitter. Same. Uh, a little caveat about Twitter: I think that in order to use Twitter like an adult, you need to set it up for success. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, I don't like the rants. I don't like. I don't need all of the mm. nonsense. Like I want to have genuine conversations with people about yeah. stuff that I'm interested in. And like, as, as a general rule, this is what
0: I do, and I recommend it if you're the same. Unless your job is politics,
1: unfollow politics. I've blocked every unfollowed friends who
0: always talk about politics.
1: Well, you can block words in tab. Worth it, yeah. If you, for me, like I think that's a big thing. Like, just don't bait that. It doesn't.
0: If you want, if you want political news, go to your favorite news source and read about it. Yeah. But unless your job is politics, social media is not the place for politics for you.
1: That's my thought. I agree. I think the cool part about Twitter is that it is honestly the easiest, most direct way to talk to people. It's great. Because, I mean, people might not always respond, but Mm -hmm. you can literally just tweet out at somebody, anybody on the planet. We literally
0: got in touch with the CEO of Amuse because we did an episode
1: on their company on Twitter. And, you know, the reality is, I I think Instagram, Facebook, you know, honestly, even YouTube, Mm -hmm. less of a slimy way, all of those sites... Somebody at a certain level has somebody managing that for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Twitter's the person. Twitter usually is the person. Like, unless you are a company on yeah. Twitter, then there's probably an intern that is doing it. But most times, the person on Twitter is the person mm-hmm. managing their own tweets. That's right. Because it's what they're saying. So it really is like the most direct way to have conversations with people. Yeah. Uh, now, again, if you hop on Twitter and you're like, oh, check out my beat. They're just going to block you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you engage with people and you talk about similar things and follow similar people, you end up in conversations and all of a sudden you feel like you kind of know this person even though you've never met. Right. Great tool. Yeah. Great access for, you know, fans of your music to reach out, you Mm -hmm. know, engage with those people. Like, great tool for that. Yeah. Uh, But yes, on to my favorite of all social media platforms, unequivocally, is YouTube. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Just.
0: YouTube is the place where you can build actual, the most amount of equity per person with anybody who chooses to be in your circle. Mm -hmm. Because in my experience, almost every single comment I've ever gotten on YouTube has been a thoughtful comment about what the video was about. Even the negative ones mm-hmm. have been thoughtful about what the video was about. They've mm-hmm. actually taken the time to watch the video and reply. Yeah. And the people who subscribe to my channel, to my channel generally are watching my videos, mm-hmm. which means they're actually getting served the content that they want to see. No. And also, I love the fact that YouTube makes no bones about you can run ads when you get to a certain point to make money on our platform. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it's for. No. And we're not trying to hide it, and we're not trying to be sleazy about it. We want you to make a lot of money, you know, being on YouTube. Yeah. And everybody's like, cool,
1: we all know the score. Good game. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, at least at this point, YouTube is the platform that people still go to the platform to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can passively sit on Instagram and try and play the numbers game, mm-hmm. you know. You mindlessly scroll through Facebook when you're in the bathroom and end up seeing a bunch of stuff that you don't care about and then complain about, but still always check it. Right. No, you can't passively watch videos.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Like, so people that go to YouTube want to watch videos, they want to watch videos about things that they're interested in, mm-hmm. you know? They won't sit there and watch your whole video if it's not good. So, I think right. there's like a quality feedback that's actually great to where if people mm-hmm. are watching your video, they're engaged. Right. Uh, but they're choosing to be there. And if they're choosing to be there, they're actually watching. That's right. Which is what you want. Yeah. Creating a place for people to engage with the stuff that you're creating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? That's it, man. I, yeah, if you're making music and not mm-hmm. making videos on YouTube, You is a fool. I will also say that my
0: interactions with other people and other comments on other videos has been more positive and productive Mm -hmm. and like emotionally fulfilling, I guess, on YouTube than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Because if I comment, if I watch a drum cover and I make a thoughtful comment about it. Usually that comment will get liked by a couple people sometimes replied to. I agree or I disagree because of this. It's like it's actual conversation Mm -hmm. versus the look at me thing that Instagram is. And the actual, like, you can't even have a conversation on Facebook because you don't even get to see stuff in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know I sound like a hater for Facebook and Instagram right now. It's because I am. It's (laughs) because they're trying to move everything to you have to pay for anything. And I think it's bullshit. Uh, I think you should be able to see the content you want to see and I think that Twitter and YouTube do a good job of that yeah. and so my money is on Twitter and YouTube for meaningful experiences and I still think there is some hope for Instagram a little bit uh, I'm not going to say you should not worry about Instagram I'm not going to make that statement I will say I don't think you need to really f- spend any time on Facebook for sure Facebook is done mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, But if you're going to spend time on Instagram, if you're going to put effort into it, I think you need to be thoughtful how you do it. And you need to go into it knowing that organic search is just about over or organic discovery is just about over. Mm -hmm. And the bang for your buck is not going to be there.
1: Yeah, I I would also say just like hold yourself to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. And I would always ask yourself, am I providing value? In my comments. Yeah. Are you providing, like, and you know, value isn't always monetary, you know, like me saying something nice about your post because I thought it was cool is bringing value to you. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that you're posting, like the content, you know, are you posting because you think this is cool and I think this is dope and that's why I'm posting it? Mm -hmm. Or are you posting because I think this might work? Right. And if you're posting anything, because you're like, I think this might work. I will go ahead and say
0: 100%, I have been that guy who has posted something because mm-hmm. I think it will work.
1: Oh, I've totally done you it know, too, for sure. Absolutely guilty of and it. And does it ever work? No, it does not. No. No. <laughs> like, and I guess to be fair, like, if you can say both of those things, like, you know. Well, yes, yeah, so that's kind if, of where the if magic you can, is, right? If you it's, can say, this is really, really dope, and I think it'll work, and it works, cool. Awesome. But if you can't also say, I think what I'm posting is really cool or I'm proud about this or I Mm -hmm. think people are going to think this is rad. Right. And it's going to work. Right. Don't post something because you're like, I think it might work. Yep. Yeah. That's it, man. Be thoughtful. Be
0: authentic. Meaningful interactions with people. Stop spamming people. You
1: just look like an idiot when you do it. Yeah. That's it. That's what we got today. Thanks for watching and listening. Love you guys. See you next week. Pium pew.